0: Friday, 12th of January, and welcome to another episode of the Tea and Trails podcast.
1: Episode 54. This week, we chat with dragon slaying Simon Roberts ahead of the 2024 Winter Spine Race. No brew with the coaches because one of our coaches is busy moving across the world. Find out more next week. But we do have an awesome Tales from the Trails. We pop over to Strava and we share our weekly deets.
0: Also, we've got loads of partners who share some awesome codes with our Patreons. We have Precision Fuel Hydration, Tiki Boo Mountain Fuel Outdoor, Active Vella Forte, Silver Sweden, Active Route, Centurion Running Store, Protein Rebels, Sports shoes.com Big Bubble Hats, X Miles, Fawnside Farm Cottages, Hugo Cook Projects, Red Bear Sports, Summit Crazy, and Ultra Trails two. If you'd like to save some money and support the podcast and our partners, then please consider joining Patreon. We could not do this without you guys. Also, pop over to Summit Crazy if you would like to buy some awesome tea and trails merch. I know. They have increased their product lines over there. Got a message from the Summer Crazy guys with a new tech running top so yeah check that out if you're interested
1: thank you to Precision Fuel and Hydration for sponsoring this week's show so much knowledge so much good stuff I've already had two Precision Hydration electrolyte uh, 500 tablets this morning Gary oh wow (laughs) winning but pop over at precisionhydration.com we shout about it every episode but if you get cramps if you struggle from nausea if you struggle to get the calories in go over there there's an answer for everything they know everything about anything to do with fueling electrolytes. Uh, Pop over there. There's also a really handy planner. If you are somebody that likes to... Really sort plans out. I saw the difference between our podcast guest, Simon Roberts, this week and James Nobles of their preparation for checkpoints. One was in every bag, had been labeled, packed, different, all the calories, all the tops, and one had just chucked everything in a bag. Not throwing anyone under a bus, but uh, that's the difference. Not saying either this right or wrong, but that's the difference between James and Simon.
0: I'd laboured it all up, but then over the days, it would just turn to chaos. I
1: remember at the end. I was was so I don't even know if that's my bag.
0: (laughs) Super stoked to have Precision Fuel and Hydration as our main sponsor. And even if they weren't a sponsor, we would recommend you jump on a call with one of their sports scientists and patrons get 15% off. And anyone can get 15% off their first order with the code T as in a cup of tea. T24. Super simple, all caps, T24. 24.
1: Why is it 24? 2024. 20, <laughs> <laughs> do you do that for the kids when they're something really simple and they think they're so clever and things like that
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, gotta boost them up, boost them up. We should do this. I listen to other podcasts and they just pre-record. The intro when it is quite repetitive.
1: No, it I hate a pre recorded. I like that it's a bit different. You always mumble over your words. We, yes. we, We're not pre recorded people. We are true, everyone. True. We're not copy and paste. We are not copy and paste. It's individual and it's right there for you. How are you, my friend? It just feels like a long time.
0: I think we mentioned before, we don't really have much to do with each other once the podcast is over <laughs> no
1: dude, it's just you're not very friendly you're not a sort of True. like you're not a sort of like everyday Vance kind of guy are you you're like but if no. i know i think i force myself on you a little bit more like i send you pictures <laughs> of the kids and stuff and you're always like oh that's really nice eddie yeah okay you're just a work colleague back off <laughs>
0: It's very apparent over the years. I am not that person. I'm not that friend. Um, when I see the relationship, I think I mentioned it before that I could do better. I mentioned it last week that's one of my New Year's you resolutions: be be a, be a better, did. be a better friend. Um, yeah, I am going well. Should I do my week or should we go, go on? For come you? on,
1: I can't wait.
0: Well, yeah, 2020s are back on the menu. Wasn't great. Uh, Robbo called me out because of my miserable description over, <laughs> over on Strava, and it was. not I think this is just the way that my training is going to be because I feel quite time-pressed that the first 20... I had to visit my dad so I did that on the way then the second 20 I had to do a it was a real busy road so I stood there for yonks and then obviously your heart rate goes down so you're not it's not it wasn't a proper workout I did do the 20 you
1: stopped watch or were you just like another minute
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that actually and I did stop the watch uh, because yeah it would have been awesome just to lose some of those minutes so yeah it wasn't great because this Garmin training plan has three quality sessions so this is what I'm going to do in the future is if I hit two, then I won't do, if I had two and I'm happy with the workouts then I won't do the third, but like this week where my 2020 wasn't great, I then did my third workout. But the other workout, which I really did enjoy because it got back with the group, the Thirsty Thursday crew, but it wasn't that thirsty because everybody, bar one I think is on dry January. So they're all, we're all there drinking lime and sodas, <laughs> still maybe 20 quid for a round of bloody soft drinks, which is yeah. insane. Yeah, crazy. But this was six times five minutes with a one-minute recovery. And my goodness me, by the time you catch your breath and you look down at your watch, and there's 30 seconds gone already, and then your watch starts beeping, it's like, sheesh. But yeah, it was really good. And there must have been half a dozen of us there, so I really enjoyed that. It's real uh, blue-collar workout around the industrial estate, running around and around in a figure of it. I enjoyed that. And then on Sunday, off to the gym. If anyone looks at my Strava, I had to redo the whole... I did a manual entry on Strava because so I ran to I, I ran to see my dad again, ran Rex, ran to the gym, then went on the treadmill. So it was a real mix up of workouts, but ultimately the quality session in the middle of that was two times. 10 minutes and I think it was a two minute recovery, 15% incline, about five miles an hour. Yeah. Dripping with sweat at the end of that. But my, <laughs> it was really good. And it was the first time ever, like all of the treadmills were being used and that has never happened down the gym. But luckily somebody gave one up for me. So that was really sweet of them. My. Them <laughs> well, I was trying to, one of them wasn't working, so I was trying to find the on and off switch, but then they like took pity on me and just said, just go just go on this one, Gary. It's fine. My long runs, I'm finding this might be, again, because I'm just whinging about how pressed I am for time. It was broken up under three runs, so I went out with Robbo in the morning, then I took Rex out then, I think it was Lisa and I went out for a run. So all in all, I think I did about 16 miles over the day, which just split up into three runs. And I was beating myself up about that, but then I remembered... I think, oh goodness me, it might have actually been Sally McRae's podcast when she was talking about when she first got into running, juggling life, being a parent, you know, dropping kids off at school. I'm pretty sure she mentioned that is how she got a lot of, of her training days in, just breaking up these sessions. Not ideal, but still, yeah, quite a lot of time on the feet. So, two good sessions, one meh session, and not a proper, but a long run. Three strength sessions too, so we nailed all that. George and I went to the gym on Friday to take a friend on Friday, so... Me and George went down there, seventy-eight miles, sixteen hours, and even though I'm not chasing elevation at the moment, still just under seven thousand feet. So yeah, from a trainer point of view, that is okay. Outside of training, ugh, I think I think I might remove Facebook from my phone. Still mulling it over um it's really there's loads of good on facebook you know i love seeing people's runs i live seeing all the wild ways all of that that's fantastic <laughs> but then i end up in a little rabbit hole of watching these i think they're the reels or the shorts or whatever it is it could be like dash cam karma so i'll end up watching half an hour of people cutting people up and then they skid into a ditch and uh <laughs> and i know that's what Facebook.
1: Baseball- yeah i take an i don't have facebook or instagram on my phone i have facebook on my computer and i go on it to check the tea and trails group and yes that's a that is a wonderful place to be to comments i love i love the chats on there um and i comment i look on that and i do that in the morning while i have my cup of tea while um and i eat my breakfast and then i Close it down, and I don't look at it again for the, rest of the day. And Instagram, I load it onto my phone on a Friday to share the podcast, check up on messages, have a quick look at what people are doing. Yeah. Then and then I take off again, and I don't look again for the week. Well, later. I'm just really we- weak. From a business point of view, it's not great. You know, if you want to build your social media platform, if that's what you want to do. But yeah. from my own personal, like, wh- I am so busy. What a waste of time. There's no, there's no, there's nothing you get from it, is there? There's like no, um, there's no... Uh, well,
0: it must be hitting something. There must be kind of uh, activating the endorphins dopamine. or whatever. When yeah. I'm watching the dopamines. Yeah, when these uh, guys yeah,
1: are doing know. whatever they're like,
0: doing all from Facebook. It's
1: not like Facebook used to be, where it was actually a uh, way you kept in in contact with your friends. Nobody posts on Facebook anymore. So it's not, or, the, or just a, like a handful of friends you seem to see. I
0: wonder if you could, because yeah, it's got so many wonderful things on there. I wonder if I could filter it out because, you know, we've got family in Canada and Finland and friends, you know, when I was studying down south, people down south who I still like to see what they're up to. So I'm going to lose something if I delete it. But in the scheme well,
1: you of... Well, you don't need to delete it, but you just have to, I think, this isn't for everybody obviously, but I just think going on it purposefully and then taking off again.
0: Is... Well, the first thing I'm going to do is delete. Oh, sorry, stop. Apart from WhatsApp and Messenger, stop all notifications because if I don't get that little bell,
1: yeah. And also, you just you, there was a. Did you see? I, I deleted it. There was something on the Facebook group of my eyes, but I've never. Oh. seen Oh, somebody <laughs> put see in and posted something <laughs> that I should never have seen.
0: I saw something on some Messenger he chat. Was having and I a took good myself out of the chat.
1: Nobody else was. Let's just leave it at that.
0: Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. So I think initially we will turn off the notifications and see if I can exercise some self-control. I
1: don't think you can. I don't think you can. Honestly, I have to, I can't, I have to not have it. Otherwise, yeah. I, I I just think that picking up the phone, like it's just, um, yeah. it's an addiction as soon as you're bored. And since I took it all off my phone, beginning of December, I think I did it. And now, you know, we sit and, I mean, I sit and watch mindless TV for half an hour with Bryn. But I used to just sit and scroll through my phone. Yep. And I yep, just yep. watched a mindless TV. <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll don't see. Know. We'll
0: see how that goes. But sometimes, and I'm honestly, I'll, so I'll hear a ping, and because I don't know if it's important or not, yeah. I'll check it. Uh, so I've left Messenger on, and I've left WhatsApp on because there's a few groups over on WhatsApp that uh, yeah, I do like to see what's oh, going yeah,
1: on. WhatsApp. <laughs>
0: what else have I done yo I've joined the uh fell association but I cancelled my long distance walkers Association at the same time I just wasn't using it uh and it was only like 16 quid or something it wasn't the kind of major financial well, burden but
1: better. Gareth the way it's car- cancelled
0: it. yeah but I joined the Feldrunning and I renewed my marathon club subscription too I've got an ultimate direction review coming up soon we got that fast pack 30. and I posted a picture I think it was probably Instagram and then I had a few messages in my DMs basically asked me if I was doing the spine race.
1: <laughs> oh, guys, you didn't, I never thought. It. you didn't even get out of email. I don't like it. I
0: <laughs> no, don't want to disappoint anybody, but I am not. I'm not doing the spine race and no plans, no plans to do it either. And yeah, we need some clarification on these Uno rules. Uno carnage. Ooh, if
1: you had right. a, your
0: hand and you had uh, two threes, for example,
1: Put them all down, Oops. Gary. Put
0: them oh, all down. Is, no, 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 no. That is <laughs> <wrong>. <laughs> and even see this is something I learned, because I would put so if I had uh so someone put a two down, then I would put a two down, then the next person would would pick up four. Well apparently yes. you can you can't do that. If you if someone plays a two. You miss you pick two up and miss a goal. Oh no! I but think- I love the I love the pick up eight if you drop two fours because that is just I like bad. Like, Somebody
1: said there was another like like an Uno extreme. Yes, where it's the- <laughs> pick up. Uh- <laughs> 27 or something. I, I'm always on a speed as well, because nearly always, if you've got playing a game with a small child, it's you're either filling time or it's <laughs> a painful process. And so I'm always like, yeah, as many cards as you want, let's get this done, let's get this done.
0: But I couldn't remember what you said. Did you say, wow, you can put actually multiple cards down at any one time? Yeah, that is, for sure. That oh my
1: God. Next time we meet up, wherever, whatever, wherever, during a race, wherever. But there's no doubt and let me absolutely destroy you. <laughs> Isn't it just the best, the best card game for a family though? Because I think a child can play it from when they're about like four, really. And then yeah. it's just all the rages. I love all the rages.
0: Well, it goes from like you're really satisfied and smug to distraught and rage.
1: <laughs> a bit like ultra running. It's all going so well and then suddenly... <laughs> It's a disaster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, that's my week pondering over the old social media. That's week 2 of training so 78 miles and a couple of good sessions and a long and a kind of weird long run. But yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. So yeah, all in all, pretty good. What about you? Thumbs up. Thumbs down.
1: Mixed bag, you know, mixed bag Garrett, highs and lows of the last week of the Christmas holidays building my running back up, I'm just watching my little Strava bar go up a little bit more, up a little bit more um, I was going to do a little bit more than I planned but the snow came and so it was like ski or run uh, we all know what I chose what I chose, uh, yeah I did two one hours, I always think like once you get back to an hour that's good, I did one hour around town only got hit once with a Pair of ski poles, and then I did one hour chasing. Bryn decided he was going to go and ski tour, so that's when you climb up on your skis and uh ski back down before we took the kids all skiing.
0: After, sorry, after Todrette, how has Bryn's running been? Silence.
1: <laughs> I think- <laughs> is it all um he, he said oh, that's it i'm not being mentioned on the podcast anymore so oh, sorry, only allowed to be mentioned in loosey-goosey situations but uh so he went off on his skis and then i left about 20 minutes later quite thick, like ankle deep snow not like mega snow for us and so i chased his i was following his little ski tracks up in this like blizzard with the dogs i didn't tell them because i didn't want them to be disappointed in case we didn't catch him and just where like the track finishes and you can't get any further on your feet. I thought I might just catch him. Oh my god, I was blowing out of my behind. I'm not the fittest, and I also was in the snow, and I was like, and the day before, I'd done my weights, which we'll talk about in a minute. Oh my god, I was like, oh, baby. even though I had my music on, I could hear my breathing over the top of the music. Anyway, we caught him just at the top as he was about to like head into the. Into the unknown. Um, so that was good. Felt pretty good. And then uh, ran back down. I wore all my clothes, warm clothes. So I was boiling on the way up and then I was freezing on the way down. I did not get my, haven't got my layers right on that. Really hard when it's that cold. And then you put in a bit of effort. Basically, I shouldn't put in any effort and then I wouldn't be sweating. Um, started my new strength plan, Gary. Can't, I don't think I mentioned this on last week's podcast. No. But- I have recruited the help of a really good local PT who I've never worked with before, but I know from various, everyone knows everybody in Morzine. So I had a, uh, I had an hours like meeting with him, which actually was about three hours as we talked through everything. Uh, us like minded people were just like sharing knowledge, our knowledge hub. And initially he was like, he wasn't sure about helping me because he was like, I don't, you know, I don't know you runners. Are you open to change? Are you open to learn? And then after a while, he realized I just wanted, no, I wanted to change, wanted knowledge. I wanted some help to progress my strength because I get lazy in the gym and I do what I like. I do what I know. And i And as I've learned from the two sessions I've done with him, I have been cruise control. You know, I do the the, like core, the conditioning, but I, so he's, he's set me, uh, two sessions so far. And I, so I just sort of like tried the first one, a few things I was like, holy cow, I'm not going to do too heavy. This sounds horrendous. And then today I did it like full on and I had to I had to lie down in the gym at the end of the uh strength session. Then I got myself up, cleaned, you know, you have to clean stuff and put it all away, got to the changing room, had to have another little like lie down. Oh my and goodness me. <laughs> I, I couldn't lift my arms to get my sports bar off. I was like, oh my God, my poor legs. Let's just say this the strength session finished with Twenty four squats, twenty four lunges, twenty four jump squats, twenty four reverse lunges. This is after two hours worth of work, and that just... and I was like, sent him the red face emoji, and he's like, "I just gave you the quarter of that session." Oh, what? Oh my God. Anyway, I'm really enjoying it. A lady my age needs to lift weights needs to lift heavy and it feels really nice to be doing something different especially in the winter when we can't I can't get out in the hills it's highlighting some weaknesses and when we talk about what my next race is going to be I and i really feel that this is what i need to be doing so
0: it's so um, different to my gym sessions i'll go to the gym no, but
1: it's so different from my normal gym sessions as well
0: i lift a weight i lift say 6 to 8 to whatever reps then i'll be on my phone for a minute <laughs> and then i'll go again i'm not i'm not yeah. tired
1: <laughs> yeah i think i think there's a purposeful gym going isn't there and then there's kind of like yes uh, anyway maybe I will inspire you all to try maybe lifting a little heavier a little less rest or a little more I don't look at my phone the only time I look at my phone in the gym is to mark that I've done the exercise and what weight I've done and then to move on because I'm literally trying to Oh so do you
0: have an app that you can tick yeah. off Yeah but so this is cool as well
1: because I've wanted to do an app for my own coaching and because training peaks which I use for my clients so you just have to write the strength out and then okay. you can't monitor it unless people write long comment and it's quite difficult so it is something I'm into so this yeah this app is really good if we remember from the spine i got such bad tendinitis in my arms from holding the pockets so that is something that i we're working on together as well as that arm strength um so watch the space watch eddie become i love
0: it always learning always growing
1: i love learning i love learning new stuff trying new stuff it gives me more ideas for my clients it gives me it also like highlights it's like when i think oh my god you can't hey, you can't get fitter than me. And then I'm like, oh my God, I'm so not as fit. I want to be an all-round athlete. I think I'm turning that, you know, I want to be like not just being able to run long distance at a slow pace. I want to be... I want to be more powerful. I want to be able to move speeds. I want to be more robust. Whereas before he's just be obsessed of like how many miles I could run a week. And now I'm just like, I actually want to, uh, and whether that's something to do with like my age and stuff, also with the kids, the kids are just like, mom, if I can't do stuff that they can do, they're like, they're yeah. like- thought you were an athlete when I'm like, oh my God, buddy. It's hard. It's really hard. I had to, I went up the stairs and receptionist on the gym was like, are you all right, Eddie? And I was like, I almost we need an emergency button in the changing room so you could deliver me every shake because I almost didn't make it the stairs. So it's hard, but um, it's all good. I did, I can't remember how many turbos, did quite a few, tur- few turbos. I don't know whether I'm sad or not that the power is coming back. Yes. <laughs> i like, oh, it feels good. I'm able to start pushing a bit more power, but uh, is that good or is that sad? You know, it's, I've only got three gears on my bike there, Gary, and I must, I keep <laughs> thinking, I've got to sort of them out. What's just, happened uh, to your bike? I don't know. <laughs> it's the gears are slipping and it's not working, but I keep forgetting and then I get on it. And if it gives me a workout, which requires big watts, the gear slips and it really hurts. And then I, then the kids learn new swear words and I'm like, oh my God, I either have to not do that or I have to sort it out, but it's the sort of thing that's on the to-do list and I never get round to it. Back on the Pilates train, if anybody doesn't do Pilates, thinking about it, thinking It's just waving your legs around. Um, If you've had babies or you've got a bad back or you're getting into running, perhaps uh, you're getting a few niggles anywhere really, Pilates. If you get a good teacher and I do mine online, I don't do it in a class because I can't get to a class. Um, I just do it in the evening and it is amazing. It's amazing for my back. Again, like somebody making you work hard in the gym. I would never work that hard if I followed a YouTube video ever. But the fact that I'm doing it and I've got mates that do it too. So we like wave at each other on Zoom, a little sneaky look when I'm when she's like, <laughs> and lift your legs and hold your legs. And she's like, you don't have to have straight legs. And then I look to see if they've got straight legs. So I'm like, I must have straight legs too. <laughs> and, I, and then I'm always waiting all the way through. She probably only says like one comment per person for the class. And I'm just waiting for her to say, good work, Eddie. And we need to go. Excellent. (laughs) I love it, but it's the sort of thing that I drop really quickly when I'm busy and I'm like, no, don't have time. But just like anything like that, when you do it, you feel so much better. And I really, honestly, from having three children and I still slightly wet my pants every time I run downhill or somebody jumps out at me, I have to constantly work on my pelvic floor. And it's probably, I just can't do that unless I do Pilates because it's so like moving those tiny core muscles. And that's the only exercise, you know, squats and everything, they're good for strength, but you've got to do those like little yeah. tiny exercises. So even even if you had your babies years and years ago, like me, keep working, Gary. Keep working on. So, your would job. your
0: Pilates be a different? Is this Pilates workout that you do? Is it all ladies, or is it a mix?
1: Oh no! Work? Oh. No, it's a real, it's a, and it's a real mixture of ages, sizes, shapes, but I tell you what, that doesn't matter because I am, I am definitely the worst in the class of like tight hamstrings. I also make the most noise and make the most complaints when she's like, open leg rocker. And I'm like, no. <laughs>
0: I used to be quite smug. I could used to put my legs behind my head uh, and quite a wow. like I must have been about 40 when I could do that, but not any more, unfortunately.
1: No, you've got to fight that hamstring shortening all your life. And I'm sure that skiing is so bad. The boys' hamstrings... Evie is super flexible because she does ice skating, and so she can lift yeah. her leg above her head. The boys can't even touch their hamstrings like guitar strings. They can't. <laughs> <even touch. laughs>
0: when I and go I'm- in the ob- abductor machine, you know it kind of stretches oh. the legs out. I literally think I want to rip something. It's uh, <laughs> it's not a good feeling.
1: <laughs> it's a lovely sight though, Gary. Uh yeah, sure. <laughs> uh yeah, we did we did a ton of skiing. Um, we did a ton of skiing together. That very rarely happens because the kids are always at ski training. Brynn and I went one day by ourselves again that's a luxury oh my god the weather so you have a winter you have whiteouts quite often when you're just in the clouds and you can't see anything uh, like you couldn't you know when you've been up in the moors so you can't even like really see yeah. your hand or your face and then you try skiing down a vertical slope you can't see what like you don't know what's up what's down you can't see the snow so you literally have just got to like lean into it and just like turn your skis and you hit if you hit like it's a core exercise because you're like, but it was our only chance to ski. So we're like, you know, and so it was not only totally white, we couldn't see, you just have to follow the piece marker to marker to know that where you are. But it was like this ice snow. So it was freezing this our lenses so the minute you started skiing the snow like stuck to your lens and then as oh, that you sounds started, scary you, the vision went <laughs> it went it went and then we'd end up we'd go one centimeter left and then we'd have to stop we developed a tactic of i was just scraping at my goggles and that was brit it was triggering Bryn of my very expensive Oakley ski goggles he was like I was like, I don't care. I don't want to die. (laughs) Uh, And then we developed a tactic of if you took your hand out of your glove and wet it to moisten the goggle a little bit, it did give you minor permafrost on your hand, back in, then you've got your wipe and wipe the goggles. And literally like every... Whoa, minute you had to do that because it was so extreme. But I always think that's quite good trait. All that sort of stuff of like handling yourself in that terrible. Sounds
0: horrendous. That's, Eddie. <laughs>
1: that's <laughs> horrendous. And we were like, <laughs> I kept going. Whoop, whoop. To he was like, that's really upsetting me because I keep thinking that you're having some sort of drama. And I was like, it's just <laughs> my reaction to hitting ice and bump, um, but it was, it was fun. And the kids were all skiing in it. One of them was skiing all day in that. So we were like, if the kids are out, we can't yeah. be, we can't ski down. We did go in for a hot chocolate halfway through and the guy said, oh my God, have you two fallen over? Do you need to drive? <laughs> As we were like. Oh. For some reason, we thought it would be a really good idea to go up to the highest chairlift because we thought you can't see anything anywhere. So we might yeah. as well go, where there's nobody. And then at least we're not going to crash into anybody. But we literally couldn't see like, Bryn was just in front of me. I, cu- I couldn't see him. Oh you just, to, it was, it was it probably the worst conditions. And I found since I've had kids that I have real problems, not with my balance, but things like a swing or a roller coaster, I get really sick, like really, It makes my stomach go. It must be something hormonal or something. Anyway, so then like when you're not expecting it and you drop down on the skis, I I find it gives me a bit, I think it's a bit motion sickness. Anyway, it's all first world problems because we're living the dream out uh, skiing around. And we treated the kids final bit of our week. They'd finished their ski training. Oh my God, Gary. They had Christmas day and New Year's day off. They skied every single day for three to four hours. Their lips are like, um, all tattered from being like wind totally windbone. their cheeks they've already got like these goggle marks it was
0: imagine how the calories they're burning because they're I mean, glowing people well I know humans. because I
1: pay the car for food bill when I'm like okay so here's your chicken here's your roast potatoes here's your pudding and then I just literally finish wiping the table and they go Weetabix yeah. can I have six and I'm like <laughs> anyway we treated them to a meal out which is quite a treat because lord above it was the my monthly salary to, um, for them, but they, they had fondue cheese. I mean, it's upsetting for me, the charcuterie board that comes out full of all this raw meats, but they're just like, give it all, give it all. I love a family meal out, even though it costs us so much money because it's so nice. They talk to us. If we, when we eat at home, mealtimes are like, who eats the quickest to get the pudding the quickest and to go, uh, can I get down now, please? Or to get in the chocolate drawer in the, Um, And I just sat, I sat there at the meal thinking, oh, so lucky. It was so lucky. But you kids are so lucky because they can just sit, they order away, totally bilingual, chatting away. They can ski amazing. They are amazing. Oh, oh. And then, as soon as I speak to the waitress, she's like, Oh, you're English.
0: <laughs> they look back and they're at the age now. I think they'll remember those moments too.
1: They're like, Mom, please, when we ski together, they're like, Don't come down here, Mom. You'll run <laughs> off. Just go down that side. Mom, you won't like this. Don't do that.
0: <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but something I said to George down the gym and I triggered him and he gave me the daggers and embarrassed oh, him in public.
1: So I don't know just what just it it called, was it Evie doesn't even let me take her into the school playground anymore. She's only eight. She's like, Don't come in. Don't come in, really? Mom. But <laughs> anyway it was it was lovely long holidays oh my gosh the house destroyed but a lovely time when they're that young and I know we're slowly creeping towards as you already are the kids aren't going to want to be with us and they're to go silence but, you'll go yeah. for a
0: mail out and nobody will talk to each other so <laughs> that's what you've got to look forward to <laughs>
1: you need that's when you need to take a (laughs) note yeah (laughs) but i'm pleased i'm pleased with the way the training's building back up how the body is feeling oh and oh i'll talk about that next week but all good and now head down a little bit of focus and um moving on to exciting and exciting 2024
0: norbury with the coaches this week i thought we had two in the bank last week and we only had one so apologies that is my fault we must have when I looked at the recording there was loads left so me, you and Trish must have just been nattering away (laughs) so yeah apologies for that and we do have a bunch of questions to put to the coaches so if you're thinking hang on a minute I sent an email in ages ago no no we're going to put them to the coaches but yeah keep them coming in because we will schedule a call again soon and Patreons email them in to hello at teaandtrails.com
1: I love seeing the fruition of people that have asked a question at Brew with the Coaches and we'd spend quite a lot of time talking about that question don't we so we kind of know the person we think about the person but we don't know them and then if they jump onto Facebook and say we saw Trish jumped on and said she'd won a race she'd past through Brew with the Coaches and I love I love the symbolism is that the right word not really but you know what I mean guys you get it They're like coming together of people that are listening and then they tell us how they went on and i also just love the total um not audacity but the total truthfulness of trish and russell no filters get the work done guys
0: basically yeah keep it simple get the work done this week simon roberts joins us for a chat i had a blast eddie really enjoyed sharing an hour with simon here's our chat with dragon and goat slaying simon roberts
1: We are delighted to welcome to the podcast Simon Roberts. I know, longtime listener, first time podcaster with us. Uh, it's been too long. He's probably been sulking because he uh, he's a specific part of a crew of runners who perhaps we've I've had almost all of them on the podcast. His rivals in arms, and uh, we've wanted Simon for ages, and now we've got him. Uh, hi, Simon. Happy New Year. How's it going, Edwina? Happy New Year. And happy New Year, Gary. Happy New Year, Simon. We've just been all moaning because we everyone was back at work today. And it's a bit for shots. So it's super kind of Simon to come on this evening. We always start our podcast in the same way. Where are you? What's the view from your window and have you been for a run today?
2: So I am in Pont de prieve in South Wales. The view outside my window is pitch black with pissing down rain and wind.
1: i've Um, got the (laughs) same. yeah
2: it's not nice and i'm not looking forward to going for my run after this chat stop
1: Stop it it. oh Oh, we're so sorry about that
2: or i could just go on the turbo trainer downstairs (laughs) tuesday would
0: tuesday be a session or was tuesday tuesday would be a
2: session for me what about yourself yeah same for me tuesdays and thursdays are sessions Hard sessions. But because I'm in taper mode now, so uh, no, I won't be doing anything hard. Just go for a little uh, bumble about, I think. Um, I was going to go on my, my local hill. is the Garth, which is close to the Dragon's Back Day 6 route. So yeah. that's, that's where I usually go every night. But uh, no, I think I'll probably, probably stick to the roads if I do go outside.
1: I went turbo today. I, I did run this morning and then I looked out this afternoon and I was like... I'm not. No, I'm going on the turbo. Somehow the turbo, I find the turbo easier to get on than the treadmill. Just, yeah, just definitely. even though you can really hurt yourself on the turbo, somehow I don't dread it as much. I don't know why.
2: Yeah, I got a treadmill and the turbo, and I'm always on the turbo. Yeah, that's the easy choice for me. I love
1: that. I love it too. Do, do you find your turbo translates well to hill climbing? Can you feel that the same sort of uh, um, same sort? Yeah. Of- yeah i think
2: it does feel like it when i'm on a, on a
1: real bike yeah it does do you ever go outside or are you a turbo guy
2: no I, i'll go out as well um a few times a month, maybe I'll go out for a big ride. Yeah, so I'm not always running.
1: We've got some more questions about that a bit later. You touched a little bit then about your local trails. Gary is always super curious about <laughs> what people's <laughs> trails are like around them. You straight out the door, out onto the hills, or? I'm
2: straight out the door, and it's like a 20 minute run to the Gath for me. It's quite a, it's a famous little hill. It's a, there's the Hugh Grant film. Um,
1: what's what's the Hugh Grant film? Um, of all,
2: you, you, something, I forgot what it's called It's like Go up a imagine a boy And come down a man Or something it's called Okay it's, mm. so it's where the villagers Take all the dirt From the gardens Up to the top of the hill To make it a mountain is that story? Oh,
1: <laughs> Tell yeah. us what what's the stats of the hill. What's uh, how much climbing do you get?
2: Oh, summit! So it's only sport hills It's only like the summit's like three hundred odd meters. The one half of it is pretty steep, and it's it, you can do some really good training on it. You have got one Strava segment that's called the Shredder, and it's. <laughs>
0: It's pretty violent and it's cool. Is it anywhere near the, I totally, when I did the Dragon's Back race, I totally blanked this. Someone said to me, oh, did you see the, it's not called the Fairy Tale Castle, but it's this beautiful castle. Castle Hall.
2: I totally totally ran past it. It's opposite the valley uh, to Castle Hall. Yeah. yeah, ah, I see. Well, you didn't see Castle Cork when you ran past it.
0: <laughs> no, I must have had my head down in a world of pain.
2: <laughs> you must have been because it's pretty
1: big. Yeah. It was it. probably it was probably live recording on Facebook at the time or uh, something. Yeah,
2: probably. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. and it's pretty. It's a good-looking castle as well. It's stunning. So um, next time you do Dragons back, just keep an eye out.
0: Yeah. Oh, next time. Okay, we're going to brush over background as a runner. I'm sure there's lots. of We know of you're
1: a runner. We know you're a
2: runner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you just had a great win at the Chief of goats. Looking at the splits, it looks like a comfortable win. Uh, yeah, but how was the race? Was that the case or were you running scared?
2: Oh no! Definitely not running scared. yeah. No, it was, um, oh, it's not. Yeah, it wasn't chilled. I was I was racing. And, um, yeah. Obviously, my competition on the day was James, who I'm very familiar with, James Nobles, because we had a a nice battle in um, Dragons Back 2022. That's right. Yeah. 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 Good mates with James now. He's also joined me on Team Montaigne as well. So. Uh, it's good to have him on board there. But yeah, no, me and James, we, we were, we were yeah, we were racing from the start. How did my race go? Didn't go fully to plan. I was, there was some moments where I was really, really struggling. I think I was eating too much. I had too much for breakfast and I had a stitch. Yeah, pretty early on, I had a stitch and it could not get rid of it. <laughs> it really slowed me down. But yeah, that was, that was the first problem. But I guess the problems weren't necessarily me. It was just the terrain was a problem this, this year. Because we had the snow, had quite a lot of snow in some areas. And then, so, Dean at on Goat course, we got the snow and we got the bog underneath it. Yeah. So, it's a lot of things for your feet to get, for your legs to get through. And, yeah, it was just so slow moving. If you look at, like, my previous times, because it's the third time I've done this race, I was like, I don't know, it must have been a like two and a half hours slower compared to my other. Oh my times. goodness, me. Yeah. I was looking at other people's times as well who were done it at the races pre from previous years. So I was looking at Nikki Spinks' time and she was also another two and a half slow slower as well. So it was pretty, pretty tough moving for that for that and um, the snow and the mud. So you'd be going through the
0: snow, breaking the ice, and then just basically scraping ice down your shin, was that?
2: Yeah. So yeah, it was a nice nice good inch and a half of ice. The first Bunch of bogs we come to. I was thinking, I saw him. I was like, ah, I saw frozen over. This is looking good. And bosh straight through. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, shins the first thing to feel it. But then from that point then, then I was like tiptoeing across the ice, just being really careful. Waiting,
0: trying, you're
2: just yeah. waiting. <laughs> uh, and they're like, dancing really pretty, you know, across across the. Uh, Across the ice and it works did work for a bit but uh every now and then though you just you'd fall through and yeah it really hurt.
0: i saw some pictures i think it was um james parsons who's been in the podcast before and yeah it just looked the extra work that you have to do to move over that terrain it just looked horrendous but yeah sell it to me i've never done it simon and it's pretty close to my neck of the woods why should i do the tree big 60 miles horrible weather Unless it's an adjusted year because of uh, storms and it's yeah, sixty miles of bogs,
2: it is sixty miles now. And they actually advertise it at sixty miles, I think now, because they've always okay. had it, it's fifty five. So yeah, so we never trust them. But um, yeah, so it's a sixty mile race um, in the Cheviot Hills in Northumberland, and it's generally just a big peat bog. Um, so uh, that's the theme of the race. Um, that's what people will always tell you about the race if you ask them. And it's yeah. about the weather and the bo- and the bogs. Um, why should you do it it's the people who do it and the atmosphere that's what I really like about it when you're at the start line everybody's they're all nutters everyone (laughs) is a nutter and it's just great everybody is so up for it I love all the build up to it as well just people are really buzzing for this race it's just an awesome atmosphere even though there's not a lot of people like crowds and whatnot because it's like you start at like five in the morning yeah in a small little village in Ingram, which is, there's not a lot there, it's just a village hall and a cafe and a few houses. It's just a stunning little place though. But yeah, oh it's just it's just a great buzz about the race and everyone's there, they are they are buzzing. It's just it's really cool. So that's a that's a big thing for me. Yeah, I do like that. And then the race itself, it's it's the Chev Hills. They're absolutely stunning. I, I love them. And the weather they get there is just it's just so exposed so you get battered by weather bad weather especially in the winter um so that's what makes the challenge and and that's what makes the race hard you get moments then when the sun comes up and if if you can get a nice day and it is absolutely stunning up there yeah um it's so bleak and quiet as well they they, did i don't think many people actually go there anyway (laughs) um Funny, that it is, it's so far up north, but it's just a, it's, um, it's it's sad really because a lot of people are missing out. who don't go up there. It's it's class. I love it.
1: It's not easy to insert into, is it? It's uh, no. it's like it's like there's not like little roads in and out, and you can drive in. It's literally is the last point of England, isn't it? Yeah the Scots didn't want. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <it is.
2: laughs> yeah. We'll put our border above that bit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's pretty wild. I used to go there with Sedgefield Harriers maybe three or four years. We do a little training camp in a place called Mount Hooley, which was uh, just down below the shill, which is like, you know, near the Cheviot as yeah. well. And yeah, this was February. Oh,
1: that's the last hill of the spine. And then you take a left of uh, down into the uh, finish. Downhill
2: all the way from the shill. Yeah.
0: There was some guy. I never saw this guy actually, but this bear in mind this is February and you know how remote it is but he was kind of hunkered down behind the rocks uh, high as a kite smoking smoking drugs oh, lovely. <laughs> I might have embellished that story a little bit that's the place to do it, it? anyway <laughs> well yeah and I remember once going up Cloughhead on a horrendous day and there was a guy stoned up Cloughhead as well about February it was absolutely dreadful yeah living the dream <laughs> <laughs> living the dream <laughs> when you did it it was a 2022 it was an adjusted course because of the storms and that was
2: yeah, oh, it was, um, March yeah, the race was in 2022 but it was still the 2021 race so that was that was due to that storm. I forgot what the storm was called.
0: Um, oh goodness me! Yeah, I, can't yeah, and
2: I went up there. See, because it's usually in the beginning of December, and I went up there because they cancelled the race a bit late. They made the call a bit late. I was already there, so I drove. I drove for seven hours to a cancelled race. So I went to Kelder Woods and some of the other woods, and it was unbelievable. The woods were just yeah. completely flattened. Like, like like pancake, it was just mad up there. Yeah, got, got completed it just got destroyed. The whole place did. Yeah, and I think they can. They moved it because the emergency services were needed elsewhere other than the race. Okay.
0: Yeah, I remember locally there was a lot of um, news about it, and yeah, like you said, the emergency services were pretty stretched, pretty stretched that weekend. Would you prefer though, looking back, you've done both, obviously winter and uh, spring TV court. Would you prefer t shirts and shorts, or do you think it, it was
2: awesome? It was all that it was in. It was in March and it was a it was very mild match as well so it was yeah it was shorts and t-shirt that would be it would be great if they had that like a summer version of that race Yeah. see how stunning that place is Yeah. and it would still be super boggy as well boggy and shit yeah, I think that place never dries out no 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 Just look at that but <laughs> then you'll have stunning views and you'll be able to have your shorts and t-shirt and get a certain yeah. time I think people should check it out I think JV it's uh, and the
0: Howgills, you know, much overlooked places in this country. Yeah. Some lovely trails. And yeah, yeah, you. there's a good chance if you go to both of those parts of the country, you could have the trails to your own all day long. How's your fitness? Um, you know, I suppose, how did you recover after the TV GOAT? What was your, the week after like? And how's your fitness now? You know, I think it's right to say end of 2022 and 2023 for a good chunk of it. At least you have had a few injuries. First got
2: injured, Dragons back 22 so I had a shin, big shin problem, which took quite a few minutes to get over. But then I went straight on to a foot problem after that, and then I went straight into a groin problem straight from that. Oh my goodness! And then uh, so I didn't get running properly until July uh, two three. So yeah, a lot of time off, just trying to work my way through injuries and sort myself out. I think it was, it was all due to overtraining and over racing in 22 yeah uh, yeah just that's what happened it's all built up and um yeah body just kind of just gave up lots of lessons learned there yeah now 2024 yeah i'm feeling good at the moment cheetah goat the week after i was sore that, that, that was like my first big effort of the year my first big race where i was like fit and strong so running properly yeah, yeah i was pretty sore for two days Yeah, I could having trouble getting upstairs and sitting on the toilet (laughs) and whatnot, which is a good feeling because I haven't had that feeling in such a long time. Um, Yeah. But I was thinking, right, yeah, I've I've earned it. (laughs) Yeah, so that week then... Didn't do a lot then. Um, like I said, I was speaking like I've got my table trainer downstairs and I like using that. I enjoy that. So I was just jumping on, jumping on that for a bit. A few recovery rides and after a week then I think I was back running properly then. Back doing to um, doing some big days with the, the big spine pack.
0: I know you took the win but was that your goal for GV Court, or was it just, you know, a good day out in the mountains?
2: Both. Yeah, no, I was there to win. Felt like I needed to have a win just because I had so much inactivity and so much bad luck in that year. So, uh, yeah, I needed it just to get my uh, my confidence back up. And um, yeah, i definitely done that. So yeah, I'm ready to, ready to hammer myself in some races again.
1: Just before we jump into talking about the spine, which obviously I'm desperate to talk about, uh, you sort of touched on it then. So can we just jump into a little bit about, you mentioned about overtraining, overracing a bit in 2022 and then having this cycle of injuries. Emma Walters, um, patron, asks the question, have you changed anything in training since your 2022 injury that you sustained during Dragon's Back? It sounds like you sustained injury and then another one another one. Uh yeah, what have you done? What have you changed? I guess the
2: overtraining and over racing started from Dragons Back 2021 where I was never allowing myself any good recovery. I was just constantly booking races and doing races. So never any good recovery time at all. I was just dunno why I was just super keen or maybe I was just a bit too obsessed with racing I just wanted to keep on doing races and winning races. Um, so that was one problem. But then the other problem was, you know, I got in my head to get better was wanted to get better. To to get better was to, to do more, even though I think my training for like 2021 drivers back was perfect because I was that was my peak fitness. But then I got in my head that and things you read on social media and that is, you know, oh you, got, you want you wanna be doing more, you wanna be doing double sessions and all this and uh, it's a load of crap <laughs> um, because yeah that's what I was doing I was just just loading myself up completely with races and stupid amount of training and yeah just doing that for months and months and months on end just led to my body collapsing so um, to, the changes I made then was just to simply stop booking races <laughs> that was one thing uh, be, be smart about it um, don't you know and cuz i was also booking like race after race after race after race yeah i so think stop doing that as well just do one race finish that race then 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 have a look what's next don't like pre plan your schedule because you just pressure on yourself to get ready for the next race all the time when you haven't even recovered
0: I think yeah if you race them all too sometimes they are they can be like an experience but if you do want to be competitive in them then yeah that's a different pressure with the turbo you mentioned turbo a few times was that something that came after 2022 or is that always been part of your training
2: yeah no no it was after after I was injured and I realised I was properly injured and I wasn't not going to be running for quite a few months. That's when I bought my first bike, got into that big time. Yeah, I love riding around the uh, the Ronver valleys down here. It's the yeah. class roads for riding on. We've got some big hills and stuff, so I got really into the cycling. I then got a bit obsessed. So I bought a second bike as well, and then. It was um, a <laughs> yeah, and then I bought the turbo trainer as well, so just um, hey. allows me to train without going out in the in the shitty Welsh weather all the time. But now I really enjoy cycling, so that's that your to stay and then it also helps with the training then it means i'm not running every day gives my running legs a rest yeah cuz it's not you could not it's not much load if you're on the on the tier a trainer doing an easy session it's good just good to keep keep the the body ticking over if you get a bit antsy and if you need to do something like some of us do
1: are you a swift user simon
2: i'm a swift user yeah yeah love love, love swifting
1: do you use it like for workouts like do you use their like turbo workouts or yeah
2: yeah i, I always do a workout on there something that's set by by the, by the app
1: i love i just pick one I look, how many reds i want all the reds or sometimes no i just have blues yeah but sometimes you pick one and you think yeah that looks yeah i just want like kind of easy steady one i'll pick that one and then you start and you go holy cow this is yeah. so funny
2: there's been quite a few workouts where I haven't been able to finish it I think no oh my that. goodness <laughs> and there's a,
1: there's a fun Gary on the side where you can take it down the level like the power level and yeah. it's yeah. Like, always like just, just do it nobody's around nobody's around you don't want around. to press that button
2: nobody's <laughs> around yeah
0: <laughs> I think it's fascinating everyone's approach to training Though I'm a mileage junkie you know and I'm 50 year old so I should be a lot more mature when it comes to training but it's great to hear that you know people like yourself will lean on lean you on can the turbo you
1: Gary you can change you can it's
0: it's not there anymore it's gone
1: how how many times did you use it like twice
0: well it's it's literally just there sorry it's it is there now but it's i i'm reluctant to get rid of it because there will be a deer when um yeah knee hurts again Um, so yeah Yeah, don't get rid of it
1: that's really interesting. And, and I hope that people listening as well who perhaps are in that cycle. I think I think with the increased popularity of ultra running as well, people get the fear that they're going to miss out on races if they don't enter them. Like if they don't have a set schedule of races throughout the year, <clears throat> uh that they're going to then miss out. But I also there's great power in being like, I'm just going to do one race this year, like why, there is no need to do multiple, multiple ultras to prove you're an ultra runner. Just focusing on one or two, perhaps a year is, it doesn't- Well, you pick me- a
0: different race. You, yeah, fair enough, if you want to enter, say the Spine or Lakeland 100s you've got to do the ballots, but you could tip up to the All County Tops, phenomenal fell race, and you could probably enter the week before. So yeah. just pick, pick your races. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, definitely. There's loads of races like that where there is no waiting list or ballots or whatnot, and that's those are the things we should be. You, you, you can focus on and they're great as well and easy to get into oh, they're always cheaper as well
1: and most yeah. of the time you have a better time because there's nicer people <laughs> and the buffet
2: at the end that's it More yeah. food
1: nicer <laughs> <of> people <laughs> <laughs> right let's talk about spine simon we are okay. how many let's days out is it uh or 12, 12, 12,
0: 12 days out 12 days out
2: 12
1: days out Is it haunting your dreams? Is it all you can?
2: Um, Yeah, I think it kind of started. I think somebody asked me the other day, Are you feeling nervous? I was like, No, I'm not, I'm fine. But then I think an hour of thinking about it, I was like, Oh shit, maybe I am.
1: Thing I can't um, I can't get over is towing the line, and you know what's coming. Like people that have not done it before, they tow that line with such fresh, youthful, like this is going to be great. I've seen the pictures; it looks brilliant. I can't wait. But you know what's ahead of you. How does it feel like with that wisdom? Do you feel more confident, or do you feel a little bit more like, oh god?
2: I know what to expect. Ish. Right? Obviously, the the where weighs throws things. You you kind of can't. can't plan for so I guess I'm worried a bit about the race itself um don't know how that's going to pan out but then um, yeah and I'm also I have really got uh, it's hard it's a hard thing to plan for plan your tactics for this race you can't just have one plan
1: James Nobles actually has sent in a question for you <laughs> uh, now, <do> you? <laughs> now. He's like now a deep dive into your racing strategy <laughs>
2: Yeah, um, me, and James were, me and James are supposed to have a, a, a call um, over the next few days, I think. Yeah, we're going to have a chat. Ooh, can um, work together. We were going to go like running last week, but um I couldn't go, so uh we need to have a chat.
1: Ed, so, you have a chat. Uh, he wants to know whether you're going on feel, on home. Oh, no,
0: sorry, I did that. Sorry, that's me, I did that.
1: Oh, you did that? Oh.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm curious, yeah, because I, I would... I would run to heart rate and I think even Elsie Davis For the shared spine? A well, no, no. Not for the spine. I know they're all different, but yeah. You
1: couldn't keep a heart rate monitor on the chaffing.
0: Well, batteries would conk out, wouldn't it? But um, yeah, just generally, I suppose, what's your approach to racing? Yeah, you are you, like I say, quite controlled or are you just completely racing in that moment?
2: Um, yeah, I don't do anything with heart rate. Um, I don't have a heart rate monitor. Or oh, I love a, it. I don't turn it on on my watch either. I save the oh, battery. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, no, race to feel, yeah, yeah, I know if I'm redlining. Yeah, um, so up, Jacob's ladder. He's redlining. Uh, Are you, you quite you rigid know?
0: though? I don't know if you went into Middleton's probably a bit early for this, but you think I'm going to take a sleep somewhere, um, and then you go in there. And I don't know, John Kelly and Damo are having a snooze. You think, no, oh, I'm going to change my plan. I'm not going to sleep. I'm going to skedaddle and get out of here. Um, or are you? Yeah, would you be kind of pretty rigid to your plan, assuming everything's going well?
2: So in that scenario, Middleton, you still got a long, long way to go. Yeah, out with yeah. Them. If they were there chilling, there's no reason to kick on from there. Um, you still got a lot, of, a lot of time to to make up. Even though I don't think they chill at Middleton, I think they do just go through. I don't, I'm not planning. I'm not planning my sleep. I'll let I'll just let the sleep happen when it needs to it's another thing this ratio. you don't know how you're going to be feeling or any point so yeah. i don't plan to sleep at certain places I'll just let my body tell me when that's the case on the spine challenge North I had a little sleep on Adrian's Wall uh, in, in a big uh, patch of grass and I was, was lovely I had like a lovely 20 minute nap oh, so gosh. yeah I'll just do that all the way Just find some find some nice soft grass and uh, have a lie down.
1: They were the best sleeps I had. They're like just you just the alfresco. Like oh, there's a bit of sunshine. There's a bit of sunlight. I'm just gonna just gonna lie down here. And I never slept very well at any of the check. I don't think I slept hardly at all at any of the checkpoints because you fit. You're too hyped. You're too hyped and
2: flow in, and it's bright um, sometimes it's a little bit noisy in them um, you're just not yeah you just don't feel like sleeping in them do you
1: what sort of learnings are you taking from having done the course a couple of times now that you're taking into this you're going to go off a little bit faster
2: no no that's something I've learned from these yeah. really big ones is you don't need to go off fast because you have so much time to catch people up. I've got a lot of speed in me, so I've, I can use that advantage at any point, really, if I do want to make up time. My first time I did a spine race was 2020, 2020, I think, where I did go off hard, and I was really hammering my legs, and I ended up injuring myself in that first 24 hours. That's, that ruined my race, pretty much. so I was walk, walk the rest of it then. So just get through that first 24 hours in good shape, keep the body together, I think that'll set you up nicely, and for the rest of it. Um, so that, that's that's something I'll um, make sure I do.
1: I think that's the best bit of advice for anyone doing any of the spine races, isn't it? Is like yeah. if you can get through the first twenty four hours, and even if it doesn't go to plan and something goes wrong in the first twenty four hours, you've got such a long time to turn it around and not to rush and just to let the race like settle around you and yourself to settle, and then after that. It just becomes a blur of pain anyway, so... Have you done some big uh, big recce days with the, the with your Pat?
2: Yeah, so I was up in, uh, on the Pennine Way um, last week, just before Christmas. I done paused the Middleton and then on the same day then I'd done just um, a bit of Malham Cove and just a little bit but there then because it, it was pretty shitty weather so I didn't stay up for too long. Yeah, so i have be, uh, been out on the Pennine Way for a few days, Yeah, even though I, I, I know it pretty well. But uh, yeah, it was good to be out there. Stopped for a beer and a whiskey at the Hill Inn as well. So that was nice. <laughs>
0: is there any part of the course that you're particularly looking forward to and maybe, yeah, not looking forward to? And it could be quite different because if you hit the course, say say last time when you've done it previously and you've got this fond memory, but this time it could be pitch black. So it's a different, lots could change. But in theory, yeah, any parts that you look particularly looking forward to or not looking forward to?
2: Yeah, when I tell people about the race and I talk about, you know, the POIs, yeah, the, the Hadrian ball, um, Crossfell, all, all those, you know, uh, Penagent and all, all the main, like, tourist attractions. Yeah. So, yeah, you can see all these beautiful bits of the country, but... You're probably going to see the darks. So you won't see nothing anyway. But no, that's that is what I look forward to is those attractions on each leg. Kind of a nice way to split it up as well is uh you yeah. think, right, oh, I've got, got crossfire and Greg set coming up, you know, so it's something to look forward to on each leg.
1: Toilets at Dufton. I mean, there's something for everybody. Uh, <laughs> I
0: love how also they, some of the check the bigger checkpoints, even all of them, to be honest, there's, they've really took a sense of ownership. So obviously you've got the famous lasagna, I think Middleton, there was shovel and curry pie yeah, um, um, to everybody.
2: Al- the Austin Al- 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 lasagna, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All little things
0: to look forward to.
1: Talk us through your drop bag, Simon. Are there any goodies going in there that Gary can pilfer?
0: <laughs> I'm not going to be
1: there. <laughs> oh, you'd find it though if you found out. You'd be going True, yeah.
2: <laughs> Nothing special in my drop bag, really. It just spares. It'd be all my food would be in it.
1: What's your nutrition like?
2: I'm one of those guys who would do it with gel, just gels usually, but this time it is I've got quite a lot of savoury now. So I've got pork pies, mas- um, pasties, and sausage rolls. Um, so that there'll be my savoury items, and I've got quite a lot of that. Um, but then I'll be having chocolate and gels as well.
1: Can I recommend a fisherman's friend for moments oh. of real yeah. really? <laughs> they take the roof of your mouth off. So, honestly, I don't think I'd have got through High Cup Nick without. She's setting
0: you up, Simon. Don't listen to her. Oh,
1: they're like, <laughs> <laughs> and your mouth is on fire, you <laughs> Honestly, I reckon they're the secret talks.
0: When you hit rock bottom, then get the fisherman friends out. <laughs> oh, <yeah.
1: laughs> Uh, and tell us a little bit about your kit. Uh, obviously, you're a Montaigne athlete, so you'll be head to toe in the latest.
2: I will be, yeah. I uh, yeah, be like I've been spewed on by Montaigne. Um, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so main bit's of kit for Montaigne. main kit that I'm excited about for Montaigne is the, uh, the Fireball Nano mid-layer. Great. Okay,
1: well, this is good because yeah. that's sort of the that's been slightly missing from their kit, hasn't it? That yeah, yeah, because I had the, the fire the main fireball jacket. Yeah, of I've from. got that. I love and it. They,
0: is that an insulated the, jacket? Sorry, is that a... yeah,
2: it's an insulated jacket. They brought that out and it, it was kind of like yeah, they wanted it to be a bit of like a, a running piece of running kit. It was a bit too heavy duty, a bit too um, hot, basically, essentially. So now they got the nano version of it, and it's cracking. Yeah, it's awesome. So it's like a little bit of insulation in there, but the the mid-layer's wicked. And it's got a a water water repellent as well. You can wear it on the outside for a little bit if you want. That's a kit I'm very uh, excited about. that will be nice and comfy. Um, Yeah, you still get too hot in it. Yeah, it's great.
1: I don't think you get too on anything in the spine, apart from maybe like just the bit on the road as you start, the rest of it is you're looking for it's the only race where everyone starts and full everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about what about your shoes, Simon? What's your shoe of choice?
2: Scarper athlete as well. Um I've had a bit of stress about shoes. I just don't know what to wear. Um because I've been training in a pair of shoes and they I've worked on some, I've done some then a few big runs in them, but they just tore my one foot apart so just it doesn't fit me right in the one shoe so at the minute I'm like oh I don't know what to wear but <laughs> but I'm thinking it could be the um, the scarpa spin planet okay so it's a big cushion shoe um so I'll definitely be wearing that at points but then I do want a grippier shoe as well so yeah I'm still thinking about and I'm up against time for testing it <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, I need to sort that out. That's my next thing.
1: Yeah, you could maybe go grippier at the start. The first, you know, of when you move in that little bit better and you're actually uh, running that little bit. Yeah, better.
2: yeah, that's a good idea.
1: When you actually need the grip because, and then switch into the cushioned a little bit later on. The one thing I wish I'd taken was a size half bigger.
2: Oh, right, yeah. So uh, I do, I, mean, go, I do go for bigger sizes just because I wear thicker socks on the spine.
0: Do your feet swell up? I know dragons back Yeah, I couldn't get my feet in my shoes, kind of day five onwards. What about yourself?
2: No, it's never happened to me. I've never had swollen feet. So um, what?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not that I will ever be uh, shoulder to shoulder with you at the wrist, but yeah, you and James, you are duking it out. Um, is there much chat going on or? It's silence. Yeah,
2: with James, yeah, because James is a really tiny lad. Um, if I like you, I'll talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Naughty, if anyone's listening. <laughs> <Bless you. laughs> yeah, if you're not don't
0: bother talking
1: <laughs> me I Love that. That's I'd a, like that on a t shirt.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> on your backpack, yeah. <laughs> right. What pack no, size are no, you going no. for actually? Yeah, there's like twenty
2: yeah. litres, thirty liters. Uh twenty litre, yeah, the twenty gecko. Uh, and it's and small enough and I've got space to spare in it as well. Yeah, I've used it before on a north. Um, yeah, it's a great pack. Is that where you had, Eddie?
1: Yeah, wouldn't wouldn't change it, would keep that. Love it. Interesting.
2: Super light bag as well, it's so light. It's cool. I
1: tried many other bags thinking, I don't know why even <laughs> thinking, I wonder if there's a better, but it, it fits so well and as long as you trained with the weight, the way it distributes the weight on your back as well, because I don't like the ones that they sit low, but somehow it's able to... Yeah, it if, you sit- pack it,
2: if, you, if you could pack it right as well, get everything in the right order and work out a, a way of packing it like a Jenga game, then yeah, you, it, it can, get, you can get really comfortable. Um, and it is still, it's still it's a race pack as well, it's not a bag, so it still yeah. feels slick and fast. The two-pack
0: that stood out. From my memory, with the Montane and there was the Ultimate Direction Fast yeah. Pack or Fast Packer, depending on if there's a 20 litre and a 30 litre on the Ultimate Direction. I think by far, yeah, I remember those two being the most popular at Middleton. Should we go into some more Patreon questions? Karina uh, Sidu Strava says you ran 1,000 miles and cycled 1,000 miles, so a fan of cross training. Can you tell us about your training schedule and how you manage it with a full time? Construction job. She's got some intel.
2: Yeah,
1: who's she? She loves (laughs) (laughs) Um, Simon, watch out. You might need to block. (laughs) <laughs> she knows she knows more than me. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, so not everything's on Strava because I don't wear a watch all the time. Um, so I do like doing runs without a watch. So, uh, you know, I, I know what hill reps I do. I do on the same hill all the time, so I don't need a watch for all my sessions. But yeah, so my training schedule throughout the week is generally, like we said, my hard days are on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So they'll always be running. They'll always be sessions. There'll be intervals or there'll be hill reps, and then I'll also do a session one session on the weekend as well as a long run. Um, my long runs are not that long anymore. I have a, I have a um, three hours is generally class of a long run. Um, don't need to, don't think we need to do any more than that, really. Um, lots of athletes will agree as well that going out for six, seven hours is just not training. Fun. It's just
0: <laughs> it's fun, yeah. But I think for me personally, it wipes me out for the. Sunday, yeah. Monday, so it's not really very constructive. But yeah, like yeah,
2: so he says, you, 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 cut in, you could be cutting yourself out of the session there just because you're recovering from long runs all the time
1: do you have a coach simon
2: i don't know no I coach myself
1: do you plan ahead or do you kind of go organic courtney de walter style and see how you feel or do you repeat the same sessions
2: yeah it's more or less the same every week so i don't don't need to plan um maybe my long runs maybe get a little bit more interesting or race specific towards a towards a race just generally it, really yeah um as long as I do a session of Hill reps, and a session of intervals a week. Um, I'm generally happy with with how things go. Then, so yeah, and then the bike. Um, yeah, I'm happy to do so on my on my easy days. Then I'm happy just to to use to swap those days out for bikes, bike uh, bike sessions as well.
0: And is that you said it's not all on Strava, but do you keep a little notebook so you know looking back historically what you've done?
2: No, not really, because nice. uh, every you know every day of the week is generally the same. So uh, yeah. Okay.
1: Do you find like I think what Karina is trying to is that your is your job quite manual and then having to train as well? Oh no, out? my
2: job is I'm a construction manager and I am at the desk all day. Okay, yeah, I'm in a nice warm office. I'm not on site. Karina is uh, at the desk.
1: He's not out on the building site. Yeah, He's- yeah,
2: no, um, yeah. So I'm in an office. You know, eight, days, eight, eight hours. A got day. the white collar. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, do, I do a lot of traveling now and then, though. Um, so I just need to fit, change my training up now and then if I'm traveling a lot. But yeah, no, I'm in the office, finish work, uh, walk a dog, and I'm straight into my session then every day.
1: Apart from when you have to do a podcast, poor. Right,
2: yes, yeah, got to make time for that, yeah.
1: Finishing off Karina's question, she also asks, this is a great one, what's been the toughest moment when you've had to dig deepest in a race? What happened and how did you turn it around?
2: One of um uh, dragons back two thousand twenty one racing your friend our friend Russell Bentley on um on road sections. Uh, that's uh, where I've had to dig deeper than I've ever had to deep before. Dig before. Um. Yeah. I didn't. I've never classed myself as a road runner, but I'm um, running next to Russell, who is just relaxed and chilled, breathing lovely, and I am just breathing out my heart so I'm also screaming and grunting just to keep up with him those moments uh, those those were interesting Russell
0: that's got a question
2: actually
1: and he'll be so happy (laughs) he'll be like he'll record that and just play it back to himself on a loop
0: (laughs) (laughs) put in the whatsapp group (laughs) was there anything that you would change uh, in Dragon's Back Race 2022 which could have got you the win. And hi, by the way, and good luck for the spine race.
2: Oh, cheers, Russell. Uh, 2022. So yeah, that's where um, I didn't finish. I had to pull out on day five. I got into the lead on day five, then I had to pull out through injury. Um, But yeah, that race was interesting. So I had a pretty shit time on days one, two, and three. I generally put that down to... it's It's just my confidence was just completely gone. Um, on that start line, I was scared to push myself. I Was scared to like run hard down hills and up hills. Um, just, just couldn't get in the zone.
0: Like, and that I- was in Conway Castle as well, day one. Because obviously, you know, you've been successful uh, in yeah. the past
2: that's amazing to hear yeah yeah no just with confidence was just shot and I was making little stupid mistakes which was all added up but yeah just just really really couldn't get in the zone I just couldn't push myself I didn't I was scared to push myself so yeah yeah so I wasn't it wasn't in good shape at all and I really struggled on those first three days day four I don't know what happened then it was just the old Simon just turned up for that day and yeah I absolutely smashed them um, and they they were they were the other guys so James and Chris Chris Cope they were starting to slow down and struggle where i was pretty much getting stronger then so yeah i was was starting to smash them and i was becoming you know i released the evil as they say um (laughs) become a racer again so yeah i had a great day four and day five i was smashing them again um just i i think i went into lee, i was like I think on Wednesday I was like two hours behind yeah, and I was third. Come day five and I had a, I was lead I think at some point but then oh, well, okay. I went then. Um, so yeah, sort of product for, for injury. But yeah, I think those first three days was just a confidence thing. I don't know how to fix that. I don't know how i do it differently. Yeah. When you turn up to a race, if you if you're just not feeling it, but I think that that was my learning from it. I know I think I know what went wrong. I don't know how to. I don't know how I would, do, I would have done something differently to uh, get sort that confidence issue out.
0: Yeah, it's amazing because, like you say, you've had success, and you would think that would kind of bring follow you through to the start line again. But if it didn't, yeah.
2: like the start the start line in 2021, I was pretty much a, an unknown then. But I knew there and then I was going to beat everyone, and I was there to beat everyone. I was like, yeah. that, mental, that mentality. Yeah, I didn't care who they were. It doesn't it didn't it didn't matter who they were. But that had none of that the, the year later.
1: Yeah, well, I think it's all learning, isn't it? You've done yeah. that, You've, and you did actually turn it around because you did. You did. You yeah,
2: gave... I did um, yeah, I did. Yeah, I saw. I, I fought every day. I, I kept fighting. Yeah, you know, but I just I just couldn't just couldn't run how I usually run. On those first three days, and yeah, just I
1: think as well, maybe the overtraining was kicking in there as well. So, yeah, you, that, that was yeah. It, like, i have not, yeah. got, I've got all this training, and where is it? Where's the evil? Yeah. I want doing it all those,
2: doing all those double sessions and whatnot, but um, yeah, just it, nothing, it wasn't happening on those first three days.
1: Sharon Dyson, who you'll see at Burness, Sharon, are yeah, you at Burness? yeah, so, yeah. friends with
2: okay. Sharon, so I know Sharon from all all achieving boat races and the spine races, so uh. Yeah, she's a she's a great great girl. Sharon is.
1: Right, she will look after you and also laugh at you as you going yeah. like this <laughs> get out get out uh, here's a question what will your Saturday night before the spine race look like will you try to get to bed early to bank some sleep or is this usually a bit futile due to nerves and or excitement kicking in will your plan be to carry on through the first night and get some sleep in the second night or do you will simply run to feel and make a decision on when and where to sleep once the race has gone away everyone at Team Burness wishes him well oh I love that uh, so we sort of talked a little about about to sleep and that you won't have a plan so yeah what will saturday what will Saturday night look like for you
2: every night before the race yeah i don't sleep i try to but i don't i don't stress if i'm not sleeping though because i i know what happens you know yeah um i probably won't sleep at all i'll just be pacing up and down a hotel room in my pants. You might take a few minutes.
1: <laughs> Gareth, <laughs> uh, you'll be pacing up and down a hotel room in <laughs> the
2: um, And I'll be repacking my bags about 20 times, making sure yeah. I can fix the <laughs> General big ball of mental health. Um, yeah, it's a it's a, it's a messy. It's so,
1: night. Hor- it's so horrible, isn't it? That night before something, yeah. where you're just your whole being is going. What the hell? Why am I? Do-? And you need to sleep, and yet you're like totally. And it becomes it's like nighttime anxiety, isn't it? It just becomes bigger than. And then probably fall asleep about four and have an hour, and you're like, yeah. what?
2: Yeah, it's, it's not fun, but uh, I just accepted it. It is what it is. That's what happens. Um, so that's, that's what I will be expecting to do.
0: What about the week before, though? Are you like, you know, maybe Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, sleep's okay? Or are you stressing um, too? Yeah,
2: um, it's generally not, because I'll, I'll still be working until Friday. Um, so I think, yeah, I'll still be feeling quite normal. I I know, yeah, that the Saturday night will be messy
1: uh, <laughs> not in the, not in our twenties. So.
0: Do they have weight limits with the drop bags? Yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah. So you so can't it's, go over uh,
2: twenty kilos.
0: Okay, yeah. So similar to dragon's Packers. So yeah.
2: yeah.
1: What does your uh, what does your taper look like now for the next twelve days? Easy runs.
2: Um, probably, just, yeah, no more than an hour now. And are yeah, do an hour tonight on the pavements. And then, yeah, just jumping on the turbo, nothing fancy. I'll probably go for a hike as well, uh, hike up the car for the pack, and pop in on the pub as well as on the car.
1: Little sleep, just really recreate all that. <laughs> Wander around <laughs> the bed. Stare at things for a bit. Go, oh,
2: yeah. God, yeah, keep <laughs> yeah, just easy couple of weeks though. Maybe do some easy runs with some strides just to keep the legs alive. Uh, keep the strength work going as well.
1: When they tick the spine off, your victory at the spine. Or maybe a double... We can't, like James Nobles, we're going to maybe say you could finish together. We'd be, That would make me very happy. Gary, at the we would try. No, no, no. no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you got anything else planned for 2024?
2: Yeah, uh, back to my residency at the Dragon's Back. <gasps> oh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's that is my that is my um, that is my, uh, my plan for this year, and I will. It's fit a great in.
1: year! What a great year to smash the mine and the Dragon's Back. So
2: just two though. Yeah, I usually do that with ten. So <laughs> <laughs>
1: your
2: yeah, powder I dry. And I will fit in any local races where I can, and then, um, yeah, just no pressure. Well, you're not
0: either. shy. You will tip up with a local fell race too. You're not, it's not all about Yeah, 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 yeah. So. I Like
2: my fell races, um, I like doing the, the, the races in the in our, in our South Wales, um, South Wales senior. Yeah, I won a, a fell race um, this year as well. A little one, like a 20 minute fell race. So, Oh my goodness. I can, me. I can be handy at the, the short <laughs> stuff as well.
0: <laughs> I love it. You're going to need that speed at that last hundred metres as yeah, you're definitely. coming into Kirk <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
1: awesome. uh, right you you've got to go and do an hour run. We've got to wrap this up because otherwise you'll be like okay. oh
0: Well I'm just curious. I know Eddie's gonna trigger it, but who's okay. your money on? Have you got apart from yourself, okay. Simon? Yeah that's good who's that's your, net. No who's
2: none your, no just me no no <laughs> <other.
0: laughs> <laughs> <laughs> What about the ladies then? Sorry, we'll move away from the fellas. Ladies um
2: we've got we got Nicky haven't we Nikki and Elaine We've got Anna and a troop as well. So, Anna Troop, yeah. um, I'll be looking for Anna, yeah, every time. Yeah, I love Anna. What about you,
1: Eddie? Uh, Is Claire Bangworth on the start list?
0: She is on the roster, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, can anyone beat her?
0: If she, yeah, well, she was so dominant last year, my goodness me. So, if she does turn up and she has
1: been. She's only got better. She's only got better. She's like the antithesis of, um, is that the right word? Of. Lovely Simon, who's gone, mustn't over train, must cross train. <laughs> and at the moment, I looked on her Strava last night. I don't follow her because it would give me such anxiety. And she's running 50K every day. And she's done that for like the last two weeks. Oh,
0: wowzers. That's crazy. <laughs> It'd be lovely to see Anna Troop. And, you know, to be fair, any of you mentioned those two. And I think Elin uh, Bisson's on the start line too. Yeah. Any of those ladies could, um, because Any you of- just, you, you can't really plan it. My goodness me, the, the odds just to get to the finish, let Any, alone Anything performing. happens
2: in Spide Race. Yeah. You know, remember that year where Ian um, Young Keith won, where him went, yeah. Damo went, like, anybody fast went, and yeah. then uh, Eon was just, uh, he's just so happy <laughs> when he realised he was in the lead. <laughs> <laughs> I love
0: Eon's uh, mindset though, because when it's not a race, he turns into an adventure, And he's just as happy. Well, I think he's just as happy. I'm not, I can't speak for him. But he definitely, when I was chatting to him at Middleton, he was pretty upbeat. He wasn't down in the dumps about it. I hope being a northerner, yeah, I'd like to see and, Um take the win, and yeah, I shed some minds yeah. actually. Vicky Savage, yeah, I'd love to see Vicky Savage do well too. For the men, though, come on, we're not going to ask you, Simon. Who's, who would you like to see other than Simon, Eddie?
1: Mm, I do. I've got a bit of a soft spot for Dougie's Innis. He's been a he's been a third, fourth, fifth in many quite. I'm on.
2: I'm on te- I am on team Dougie as well. I can't yeah,
1: know. I think his his time's coming to shine, mm-hmm. and he just needs. Um, he just needs a few people in front to falter a little almost, doesn't he? Because he's solid. He's solid. I'm on the same the- um,
2: Scarborough team as Dougie. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. He's always giving me advice and stuff. So, yeah, no, he's great. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to see
0: Dougie do well. James Nobles, though, he's a lovely guy, James. I'd love to see James yeah. do well. You know, and also, Dragons Back Race, Non-Traverse.
1: Everybody do well. Everybody,
2: yes. <laughs> it's, a, no, it's, a, it's a hell of a lineup for the men's race, you know. They've, had, they've never had one like this, yeah. So it's gonna be great at that front, yeah.
0: It's pretty
1: wild, just, really just wild. keep that powder dry, keep pretty that. Powder dry. That's yeah. it, it's gonna be exciting,
0: it's gonna be fascinating. Some serious, serious dot watching, we will all be um glued, glued to the LPCs P- and smart smartphones, smart right? Then, should we do the quick five, Eddie? We've got more than five. Apologies, got quite a few.
1: Or Simon. You can't ask him all those. He's got to go for his run. It's
2: okay. It honestly, I got tired.
1: <laughs>
0: well, we know <laughs> you've got a dog.
1: He's all, he's like, you too, stop arguing, sort <laughs> Stop. <laughs>
0: well, we know you've got a dog. Uh but is your dog allowed on the sofa?
2: He's definitely allowed on the sofa. It's his yes. sofa.
0: <laughs> Simon for the win. Yeah. He, he also
2: has he also had my bed when I'm when I'm working from home, he has my bed then as so. well.
0: Excellent. Uh, oh, it, it should be. <laughs> if you are, yeah, just curious, because obviously you, you say you race a 20-minute fell race and this multi-day events and a continuous race like the spine race. But yeah, what's your favorite distance?
2: You know, say Dragon's Back stages, so I'll 40 miles. Yeah, yeah. I think I, that's my sweet spot. I think definitely, um, I know, I know, I can just hammer myself for a forty miler. Um, yeah, yeah so, so I'm pretty comfy at doing. Yeah,
0: I like that. Like, I like the fifty k. I think that's a good, a good race distance. I'm going to rewind a few years, Simon. Your teenage years. What posters would be on your walls as a teenage boy growing up in Wales?
2: Um, I remember <laughs> I, had a, I had a Jackass poster. I uh, a Black Sabbath poster. Yes. Oh, uh, there could be
0: a. This is where yeah. the music choice could be going, actually.
2: Yeah, quite a lot of posters from Kerrang magazine, remember? We can have two weeks in, of metal. This is fantastic. Well. Quite a few naked women, I think. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, do? All right. Uh, favorite. Oh, we don't want to offend anybody, actually. This, well, it's up to you if you answer this one. Favorite Christmas gift you received? Uh, this year. Yeah. Oh, um, actually, you could go any. Does any kind of memory?
2: I don't, yeah, my nan gave me an interest. when she gave us, she gave all the family like survival kits, and in mine was like a, a box of tissues and a squeegee.
0: Uh, <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> we're not with other people's survival kits
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, we need uh, you nan to come on the podcast <laughs>
0: <laughs> you'll be crying wiping surfaces down i love it <laughs>
2: uh, all right yeah your favorite Scarpa shoe my favorite is uh, is the spin planet yeah, I love Implenous. that. Super, super comfy shoe. Feels like a slipper and it's just, yeah, super fast. Yeah, it's cool. I love it. And it's a good looking shoe as well.
0: And that's what They matters. burst on the scene, you know, ooh maybe four years ago I hadn't re- I knew about Scarpa because they're kind of mountain footwear but not for trail running so yeah literally yeah,
2: no, no, it's new yeah it's, they were always like specified for like the Alps the trails well, in the Alps I wear those they always sort of specialised for but now um, they've got good grip on them now so that's why they've yeah. gone into the UK industry quite well now
0: Awesome.
2: they got that spin st fell shoe, which is just brilliant. That's an excellent
0: Ooh. shoe. Ooh, love it. Okay, last question. Every week when we share this podcast over on Instagram, we need some music, Simon. We need some music for our Instagram story. What's okay. What's it going to be?
2: Um, I think we'll go for a tune. Just like Keep it within the theme of the spine race. So something about not sleeping, so you can maybe do like faithless insomnia.
1: Oh, you pulled it back. I I love it. I love it. I thought you were going to say A C D C rot my right. head off or something.
0: Weaning <laughs> <in> blood,
2: slayer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. also,
1: Are you, you race? To, do you listen to any music on the race?
2: No, I don't no, I know. I I never listen to music running. No, something I've never, yeah, never done or got into. No. I like listening to the squelching of bogs.
1: <laughs> and the swearing as you yeah, know. Swearing. <laughs> oh simon thank you so much for giving us uh your evening when you know you could have been resting tapering running um i know that uh people who are running the spine will be listening to this and uh we'll be waving you off and wishing you well for the spine but all of us listening and also will be following you you've just given us People that perhaps uh, hadn't heard you on a podcast before, as well, have got a little snippet of what you like, and so it just makes that dot come to life as well. So, teen trails yeah. big, big, huge fan club there. Simon, we'll be, we'll be cheering you uh, all Lovely. the way. Keep it going. Yeah, it's
0: been a treat. Thanks for sharing. Oh, thank you, thank time you, you guys.
2: Thank you for the chat. Uh, cheers, yeah. guys.
0: Thank you. And Best of luck. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Take care.
1: Best of luck to Simon. He'll just be about to start the spine when this goes out, and anybody else, perhaps throwing the line, perhaps even listening to this while you're taking on one of the spine races. Is it too early to start checking the forecast? Gary asks. Uh, yes, I would say. I tell you what, as well, the forecast is very hard to check for the spine because you move the length of the country. So I've checked
0: EDL forecast. As far as
1: i I think it's always raining in EDDL, isn't it? It's like a little bowl. Of well, it.
0: apparently, it's not not wet. And not really windy all week. So if they've got that right, then at least it could be an okay That's start. Right. I've,
1: but I've heard a lot of rain. There's a lot of flooding. You bought all that expensive kit, you might as well use it.
0: I wonder if, um, on reflection, if somebody did the sp- a winter spine and it wasn't full winter. They'd feel a bit shortchanged changed that they didn't have their eyebrows all frozen.
1: Oh, I think that the, the length of the race and the uh, is enough that the weather plays. I think, you know, whatever, you'll feel pretty, you won't go back going, I don't feel that I worked that hard. So I'm going to do <laughs> yeah. it again, because it was a little bit easy for me.
0: Tales from the trails. First off, Strava Club, Aaron, top of the charts again, but he's got company, Brendan Handric, uh, totally unconnected, I think, but they both did a marathon every day last week and had identical mileage too. 183.9 miles. Yeah, well done, everybody. Uh, I uh, still, still scratch my head. One week would be enough for me and Aaron is just keep... Going and going and going. And yeah, no surprise, Aaron again for the time on feet, 36 hours, 48 minutes, and 18 seconds. And June Hart took the elevation, 14,852 feet, all the way down in New Zealand. Yeah, really good to see that. I think she might be doing, is it the Tarawera Ultra, or you can do it as an FKT? One of her comments was a recce for that route. So yeah, super interesting to see how that progresses. But yeah, well done. Oh yeah. When people listen to the show, On the other side of the planet, that really does blow my mind. Well done. Well done, everybody. And I'm absolutely loving all the Wild Wee picks. They took on a life of their own this week, actually, Eddie. I wasn't expecting it, but yeah, quite a few came in.
1: I think maybe people had a dry window as well. So the last couple of weeks, people have been Wild Weeing and uh, in the moist, more moist than normal. (laughs) And so probably haven't had any views. But obviously this weekend, people were like, as they were were squawking. Or a lady <laughs> says, as I'm doing my lady business. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's great to think as soon as somebody uh, pulls their pants down, they think of the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, keep them coming in. And I saw Finley Wild solo, unsupported Bob Graham round, pretty much midwinter. I know it wasn't the shortest day, but no GPS. Goodness me, I know the course, well, definitely four legs pretty well. But without a GPS, I think I would still struggle. But yeah, 15 hours and 35 minutes, fastest winter round ever. Well done, Finley. That is super, super inspiring. Yeah, or the Hummus 30. That used to be on New Year's Day. And I've done that race quite a few times. But the mud looked absolutely biblical this year on that coastal path. And I'm sure there must be a, tales, a muddy Tales from the Trails somewhere out there from that race. Yeah, we love reading all your Tales from the Trails. So if you have a story that needs to be shared, then email it to hello at tantrails.com.
1: This Tales from the Trails came in as a review, but we thought it was so good and might uh, resonate with some people that we would read it out in our Deals from the Trails section. So here we go. A podcast that has changed my life, brackets, genuinely. I'd long been interested in ultra running and running of any kind, really. I've wanted to do an ultra since I was about 17 years old, but over 13 years later and a string of serious injuries from overtraining and under eating, following advice from those pesky Instagram influencers. I'd never got further than a half marathon. In 2023, I really decided to get serious about my training. I started listening to tea and trails after the algorithm recommended it to me. I am instantly hooked and binged to the back catalogue, keeping a little diary of all the nuggets of information and insight Eddie and Gary let slip into conversation. My relationship with my body changed. I started training in a healthier way. I volunteered on the spine race after hearing about Eddie's winter attempt. I stopped smashing myself into the ground and joined a running club. I start doing races and make friends with other runners. In December, a running club friend asks if I want to do longer distance races. I say yes. We decide on Punk Panther because we'd heard about them on teen trails. I manage one of the hardest races I've ever done, 20 miles in some grueling and disgusting weather, taking an insane six hours and coming in very, very much last place. And I loved every second of it. I've got my first ultra booked for May and I haven't, touch wood, had a single injury in 2023. Tea and Trails has absolutely changed my life for the better. I know it's just a podcast, but it's much more than that to me. It's been a way of completely reframing my relationship with my body and my life. And I'm so glad it popped up on the algorithm. That's from Imi S93. Oh, Immy, that really touched. Gary and I and I had to read that before I could read it because the first time I read it I got quite emotional um but we're so glad you joined us we're so glad you're here you've done amazing things and it sounds like you've got a bright future hop back onto to uh Tales from the Trails when you've done your ultra in May and let yeah. us know
0: well, it goes. Yeah, thanks for reaching. Out. It was wonderful. Wonderful to read that.
1: Keep those five-star reviews coming in, people. We love reading them out. And uh, just remember, we had a little incident, a little moment with the script. <laughs> so if yours hasn't been read out, we apologise. We will get to it. We just need to re-clarify a few things. I bought some more on that topic. I know we shouldn't perhaps mention it again, but uh, I bought some more Google storage, Gary, because I think I, think I followed... It. It came I up. You can't, yeah, you can't edit this sheet anymore. You've got no more storage, and there was just a button that said delete, like delete uh-huh. that. And I and I obviously didn't press it, but I thought, I wonder, I I don't think the boys would have blessed it, but I know a little person with fast fingers <laughs> that thinks they know everything about. Who she wants to go. Oh,
0: throwing it. her under the bus! I can't believe oh, it. I do
1: Yeah, <laughs> but I don't even. <laughs> uh, Interesting. Yeah, if you haven't, if we haven't read your review out, don't worry, it will be there. But do keep sending them in as well.
0: It's not really a competition, this one. It's a bit of a giveaway. Yeah, we've been busy over on Patreon, added a couple of new tiers and we are running the first of our Patreon-only giveaways all patrons who have joined at the legend level and above. Yeah, we've got quite a few. I think there's Toe on the Line, Legend, there's The Organiser, and there's a few others. So yeah, if you're a legend and above, you'll be automatically entered into the draw. And on the 14th, we're picking a winner at random and you could win a pair of Shocks Open Air headphones. They are the headphones that I recently reviewed. So, yeah, they have been previously enjoyed, but only for a, a week so, or Have two. you
1: given them a little <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe people would like that. But, oh, okay. oh, yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, thanks. I've noticed that some people have um, upped their pledge over on t- Patreon. They've moved up to the Legend tier and some new people have joined too. So, yeah, really, really appreciate all that support. And we've got some more headphones. I think it's the Shocks Open Run Pro. So, when we've done this competition few weeks' time, we'll do another. So, yeah, we'll try and keep them coming. That's the, uh, what's that called? Housekeeping. Housekeeping out the way.
1: I wish I had a housekeeper. (laughs) I was watching one of my terrible American reality shows and the guy had a housekeeper and then an assistant housekeeper and a nanny.
0: And a gardener, probably.
1: Oh, probably. I was like, imagine. All I want is someone really to, um, is to clean the bathrooms because i hate doing that and it's always done half-heartedly and do my food shopping because that's the i just oh because we mind can't the food shop no not get food delivery so you have to go ah. to the shop and it just feels like it's taking the lifeblood out of me and it's energy is steps i don't have to give and now with my new gym pushing the trolley it's really that hard.
0: <laughs> it's true <laughs> Shall we spill the beans on what our 2024 looks like?
1: Ooh, what does it look like? We know, we know a few of your things. First up for you, Gary. Who's first up? Is it me or you? Is it who's got the first race? I think Ooh, it's me. Oh,
0: uh well, Manchester Marathon perfect. is April April the 14th.
1: Oh, it's me. So hopefully, fingers crossed, all things going well. Eddie's body stays intact. I am going to tow the line on the Northern Traverse this year, beginning of April. It's a little bit early for me because it's tricky with the running, the long running stuff. Um, I would prefer a race in May or June so that I could focus more on the skiing, but this opportunity came up. It's amazing route. I tell you what sort of swung it for me as well is that uh, when I was on the bike the other day, I Googled it, sort of like, looked for videos to watch the route and John Kinston um, had done, had done the Northern traverse and had made the most beautiful, if anyone is doing, um, the race has made an amazing vlog of his time on it on oh, his, but vo- I wasn't going to watch it. Cause I thought. Oh, you know that well. That's so sad. But I loved it. I Loved hearing his voice again. I loved seeing his face. And I thought maybe that's a sign. That's a sign that he he's showing me the way to go. And and the more I saw the route, I mean, the year that that was twenty twenty. Oh, it must be 2020, 2021, He did it. Ooh, I don't know. Um, uh, the weather was amazing. He talking about the heat. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> if that is, you, if could is a, you could have a
0: belt You could have a belter. April. Wow. But,
1: I love come from minus whatever in the Alps and going over. But the route looked amazing and a real adventure. So that's what I'm sort of aiming towards. Um, we will see. <laughs> we'll see what happens in the next month or so. I'm popping over to Chamonix tomorrow because there's this amazing uh, podiatrist. Uh, Annie is also an osteopath. Finley went over last week because they have the kids have to have their boots blown out, their ski boots and insoles and stuff because they ski so much. They have to have really tight boots because they ski so fast. Their boot has to, the power that they put through, their boot has to fit perfectly. Um, So uh, he went over last week to go and see his doctor and um, he had pictures all of Killian or every single trail runner you know he's treated. So I'm going over next week to go and get him to check my whole body, check all the alignment, check my knee, which though it's like fine, I'm training. I'm not uh, the occasional, like little something isn't still quite right. Okay. I'm going to go over and hopefully he's going to be the guru and check me out and probably say, you and Kilian so similar. Your feet, I can sort this out. No problem. And hopefully in February, we're also going to meet up you and me and maybe a few invited guests to recce, the Northern Traverse. <laughs> Do I can't much, wait for that. Do as much as we can over four days, I think we're going to try. Keep meaning to message James Nobles. James, if you're listening and ask him, or Lizzie actually. Lizzie for um, Davis, she was a winner last year to say, which bits shall we which bits are worth recceing? Or which are just the nicest bits that we can run I'm not that bothered about recceying any fire tracks or bits that you actually enjoy.
0: you got to do the Lakes haven't you but then in the scheme of the race that might be busy so nav wise might not be as but much of a nice problem but it's nice
1: to know it's actually always nice to know what's next um, whatever bit of the course it's never wasted like even if you've got people around you it's always yeah. nice to know the unexpected it's nice to recce so we're we're starting to plan that and that's really exciting too what about you GT I've
0: got a big list here actually Um, so yeah oh. 2024 Manchester Marathon fingers crossed I can get on the start line and good for age is the goal good for age time which is 3.15 but I think really it needs to be like 3.07 to get me a good five to seven minutes under the, the threshold hopefully then that will be a successful entry for London Marathon in 2025 all county tops again fingers crossed we get on that start line me and Robbo um little hundred course there's a bit of bob graham round chat winter bob graham round chat especially with all these other people doing and fast ones were being seduced by that joss nailer too we might do joss Naylor round uh rob was super keen on that and i'm Piggybacking on it too. Maybe the OM, um, maybe Grass May Gallop. I'm not 100% sure, actually. We've got to be quiet on OM um, chat. We'll see how the year pans out. No Dragon's Back race, unfortunately. So I won't be wrecked. So maybe a winter ultra 13 valleys popped on our radar last week. And that is two months doing,
1: your showdown you and me i'm not going to enter anything after the northern traverse because i want to have a clear recovery time yeah
0: true well yeah this didn't give me much recovery lakeland 100 end of july this yeah. is end of september so two Brilliant. months
1: Stick around that would be <laughs> excellent
0: <laughs> well, when i first saw it i thought well i did the dragon's back race early september so this is a few more weeks to recover uh but yeah i like it's to say i'll check the elevation profile roughly the same elevation per distance as the lakeland 100 so it is is spicy. But yeah, I really do fancy that. And the Water, Way 50k, I'm not too sure if that's his official name, but that is about a month before the Lake 100, so that could be a good last long run on similar, some of it will be actually Lake 100 terrain, but generally similar terrain. Yeah, great warm-up event for Lake 100. So that is plan. There's a few others out there. Um, but yeah, focusing on the roads initially with a few trips to the lakes. I don't want to neglect. I'm really at some FOMO with all the wild wee picks. Um, but after, after, <laughs> after Manchester Marathon just hitting that. Well, I'm going to have crazy doms because Old County Tops is in May. Manchester Marathon's is April. Oof, I might be fit but I will not be mountain fit. I, I, I should be okay elevation wise because I am doing quite a few hill session on the treadmills. But going down will take its toll, especially because quite a lot of elevation on all county tops. There's a lot
1: of really steep downhill on that Yeah, country.
0: yeah, yeah. So I might be fit, but not mound fit. But like I say, finish Manchester Marathon and then hit the Lakeland 100 route. Maybe some fell races. I need to put my FRA membership you to use.
1: Yeah, you need to if you're not going if to, you're, if you're denying the LDWA of their...
0: <laughs> my <Okay>. presence. <laughs> but that's it. Yeah, super exciting as always. Maybe some more towards the end of the year. I think a winter ultra might be good but you know the 13 valleys might probably wipe me out and then that'll be me done that'll be me done i don't want because the dragon's back race really has scuppered cross country for me actually i have not really i didn't do the early part of the season and now i'm starting training i've got a bit of training anxiety or race anxiety sorry to be on that start line i'm super busy too so there's various reasons why i've not actually done any cross country this year and i don't want to repeat that again in 2024 2025 so don't be greedy maybe keep the winter clear for cross-country. That's it. Another show in the bank. Thanks for tuning in. And thanks to Precision Fuel and Hydration for sponsoring this week's show. 100% worth popping over to precisionhydration.com. We mentioned it at the beginning of the show, but the knowledge hub and case studies are well worth checking out. Don't forget, you can book your free 20-minute chat with one of their sports scientists too. Use code T24 15% off. Your first order. Thanks to our partners and patrons too. We couldn't do this without you and your ongoing support. Be kind to your future self. Breathe and believe and progress, not perfection. And don't forget to like, subscribe, follow and give us a share.
1: Best of luck if you're tapering for any of the spine races. I don't envy you. Uh, um, Or perhaps you're just getting started on a new training program. Perhaps you're being brave, starting a new job or making a big decision. Whatever you're doing, keep sharing these pics, Keep wild weeing and keep listening to the UK's number one trail running podcast. Warm yourself up with a cup of your favorite brew. Disaster. I've run out of decaffeinated tea bags. I am hitting the caffeine. Buzzing. buzzing. My name is Eddie Sutton. And I'm Gary Twits, And that was episode 54 of the Tea and Trails podcast.